Welcome! 30 days of moon magic and we are in a brand new lunar phase or lunar cycle as well as a lunar phase. The waning, the waxing crescent. Jeez Louise, I had it all but I was busy dancing. My body wants to move today. So if you need to move today, move along with me. So I can't seem to stop. My auric dancing is coming through. It could be because we're talking solar plexus. And I love doing auric dancing with the solar plexus. So the solar plexus is really where our seat of confidence and self-esteem rests. And I want to talk about the differences today between confidence and self-esteem. So good morning, Lonise. Good morning. Welcome. If you need to move with me today, oh, we're getting into this waning, I keep saying waning, waxing crescent energy. So the waxing crescent energy, the energy is starting to build. We just came out of a new moon. And really, I don't want to, me personally, I am not going to set like manifesting intentions with this waxing crescent moon. I really want to see um, where this solar energy, like where does my confidence want to pull me into? What aspects of my self-esteem are going to be awakened during this, this lunar phase? Because I am not necessarily interested in this like manifester pushing, trying, doing, especially coming out of the week that I had, I really want to connect with my own innate being this month and see what pulls out of me. Um, I do have a lot of like farmers markets and events already set up for this month. Um, so I will be kind of switching around some of the the times that I'm going to be doing some of these Facebook lives because I'm going to be on site a lot this month and it's summertime. So events, events, events are happening. But I want to talk about confidence versus self-esteem. So let's connect first with what is self-esteem. So self-esteem is what we think about ourselves, how we feel and remember, feelings are a physiological response to ourselves, and then how we emotionally uh, calibrate or how we emotionally think about ourselves. So the biggest aspect to know what it is, where your self-esteem is on a kind of one to 10, a huge aspect of low self-esteem is how you talk to and about yourself. So are you tending to focus and having negative self-talk? Do you call yourself stupid? Do you often look at your failures? Do you often say, I can't believe you did that? Um, like talking like this to yourself is a huge indicator of low self-esteem. So self-confidence is totally different. You can have high self-confidence and very low self-esteem, even 
and those can switch back and forth. So um, when I first started Magical Mothering, uh, I was very confident in my skills as a massage therapist. I was very confident in my skills as somebody who could connect to individuals, but I wasn't super confident in my ability to uh, do marketing or to get results, or I didn't know how my products would work. I, I didn't have the confidence or the skill set to really 100% back up what I was saying. Seven years later, I now have the self-confidence in what I'm doing, in my potion making, in my crystal healing, in my offerings. I've worked with hundreds of people across the country. I have the confidence to, to back up what I'm doing. Self-esteem. So often self-esteem is a tricky thing because on the outside, we can show or make it perceive as if we're one way. And then on the inside, our self-esteem can be completely different. So good morning, Laurie, welcome. So self-esteem is an inner reflection. This is our inner thoughts, our inner ideas. And really nobody can know. A lot of Instagram influencers have high self-confidence in their ability to communicate and their ability to edit videos and their ability to use filters well, but they have very low self-esteem and self-worth. So they often base their entire worth on the amount of views, on the amount of comments. And when they don't get those, their self-esteem plummets even more. So this is just one example. Um, I, I personally have worked with my self-esteem and self-worth, especially because I've had to sell my own self as a goods and service. Like this has been a really interesting seven years, realizing that I promote and sell my own self. <laughs> and that is tied up in what I charge. It's tied up in my time. It's been a very interesting process. And I know a lot of women do this process when they become coaches and they're, they're working as healers or massage therapists or other things that there's not like a, a tight, you know, a per hour, you get this much per hour. Um, so that's been really interesting to look at. And I've been thinking about even like how much I charge because I want to work with more women one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and so there's this interesting dynamic of knowing that the women that I want to work with um, might not be able to afford my hourly rate. How do I create that so that I can create space for that? Do I start another group program so that the rate is, you know, um, shared by everyone. So I'm really, I'm always trying to think about these aspects. And then, of course, working with professional women who have the means or the resources to pay the hourly rate is there as well. So, but when I first started off, you know, charging $400 an hour for my time, I didn't feel worthy of that. I went, I don't, you know, my self-worth and my self-esteem was tied in directly with my rate. And as a massage therapist, I'm very good at what I do. I have very 
high self-confidence. And yet it was the charging aspect that I felt directly correlated with my self-esteem. I didn't feel worthy of receiving that type of resource or payment, even though I was very confident in my skills. And so I know that a lot of women have this direct thing of how to charge or how to create space for these things. And it's taken me years to get to this point. But I really want to encourage you that the self-esteem and self-worth aspects, these are even two different things, not undervaluing and yet not thinking that you are what you are getting paid. I want to make this really clear. So um, you are not what you get paid. That is not your worth. Your worth is priceless. You are priceless. Even though I charge upwards of $400 an hour to work with me one-on-one for an hour, um, that does that is not my worth. That is not my self-worth. That is not your self-worth. Just because that's what you get paid, you are not worth that amount of money. You are priceless. So it's an interesting aspect. And saying these things and then actually believing and integrating them are very different. Um, When I first started off with massage therapy and Reiki, I would charge the $60 an hour. And, you know, I had a baby and I would wear Zion in a Moby wrap and still go do massages at $60 an hour. Like, it was crazy. And then I had two babies and I had to pause for a little while. So how do we get to a point where we really are looking at our self-esteem? And so some key things, like I was saying, the way you talk to yourself, if you have negative self-talk, if you often don't look at your achievements, if you are often focused on the failures, if you're often seeing that you're the problem, if you're often feeling like the victim. There's so many aspects that really go into that self-esteem aspect. And we often talk to ourselves as adults the same way that we were talked to as children. So if you really got the impression that you needed to be seen and not heard, if you were not valued for your opinions as a child, if you were often too much, too emotional, um, too loud, too messy, all of these things. Perfectionism can really play and wreak havoc on your self-esteem because there's no such thing as perfect. And so if you have perfectionism, you're often going to think that you yourself are not good enough or, um, you know, that you are, could never be something that is just unattainable to reach. So Self-esteem, my personal self-esteem journey has correlated with my higher self. And when I connect with my higher self, there's this recognition of what is possible for me. And there's a there's a like this beauty that emanates from my higher self that I see in myself, and I can see that I am that. And so There's another aspect of cords. So I don't want to do all of this in one video, but I'm kind of just over 
sighting. But in the solar plexus is where we hold all of our connections to everybody that we interact with. Even walking by people at the grocery store, we get a cord in us. So when we're really working with self-esteem, energetically, we could be plugged into people who have incredibly low amounts of self-esteem and we're actually doing the work for them unintentionally. So it's super important to be pulling cords daily. And I will do, we'll play with that tomorrow. Um, maybe, we'll see. So um, we'll do that at some point this month though. So self-esteem, the way you talk to yourself. And I really want to make this a practice. In the PDF yesterday that I gave out, it's free for everybody. It's on magicalmothering.com. Go to the blogs and podcasts, and you can get the new moon PDF yesterday and the recording. It's all there. Um, the, at the practice was to be in connection and to trust and follow every nudge of our intuition. This naturally leads to self-confidence because every nudge that your intuition guides you into and it brings a positive or you closer to the desires of your heart, your reality creating, you get more confidence to follow your intuition. But it also heals the self-esteem aspects. This really, when we listen to our intuition, we begin to see the success of our innate abilities. And then we don't have so much negative self-talk, especially if we practice that, if we catch ourselves. So uh, I used to have a lot of negative self-talk. I used to really beat myself up about the failures that I would, that I would have, um, especially when it came to first doing my business. If I didn't, if I put something out there and there was crickets, I would say that it's my own fault. It's my, uh, it was tied in directly with my worthiness issues. The amount of money that I would make every month that was directly correlated with my, my self-esteem, my self-worth. And so it's taken me a long time to trust my intuition, to see that all of these things, all of this expansion, all of these allowings have really created room in my life to grow. And it hasn't been to make me poor. It hasn't been to punish me. It's not because I'm stupid. Um, it's really because I am choosing an alternative path that is not carved out in the mainstream arena. And so having the confidence in my skills and then recalibrating my self-esteem so that I am worthy of happiness, of my pursuit of my own passions, simply because those are my passions. And not letting these failures, I now am so ninja when it comes to anything that has to do with feeling like a failure. I really look at it and I, I can see immediately that that thing that maybe didn't go the way I wanted, 
immediately helped broaden and create space for this other thing. I, I'm, I like to make connections like that for myself because I know that I can get really sucked in to the self-esteem stuff and the worthiness stuff. Um, I had a, my dad growing up had multiple personalities. He had depression. He was not able to be present for us kids very much um, because he had his own stuff going on. But as children, you don't realize that. You don't know why you're getting pushed away. And so a lot of my worthiness stuff when I started doing my own inner child work came up around these aspects of him not wanting to spend time with me, of being pushed aside, of me just wanting to like be in his space and he just couldn't have me in his space. And so a lot of my own worthiness and inner child stuff came from that specifically. And it might not make sense when you're looking at things, you're like, I'm confident. I know how to do all these things. I have the, the resources. I should be able to step into this space. And yet it's the inner child stuff that can often give us huge hiccups when we go to step into things and our self-worth and our self-esteem. So if this is something that you're really working on and creating space with and your self-esteem or self-worth are just not quite there, I really encourage you to set up a, a uh, inner child session with me as this really unlocks so many aspects and creates space for rapid healing. Because once you identify the root cause, there's so much that is tied into that that then gets unraveled. So um, yeah, confidence and self-esteem. While they're two very different things, they, I think, affect a lot of us more so than we actually realize. And so as we go throughout the day, I want you to kind of just have a gauge in your brain, as you're going throughout your interactions, as you're looking at things, maybe even as you're like looking at your finances, like these are things that can really hiccup you. These are things that can snag at you. Like, oh, look at, you know, maybe you're not making as much or maybe you're not good with budgeting or maybe there's like this high, low thing happening. Are you equating that with your self-esteem? Are you equating the amount of resources you have with your self-worth? Are you equating, uh, what are you equating with your self-worth and your self-esteem? Because I have a feeling that they don't actually need to be connected. And when we allow for that separation, for that space, we can kind of allow for ourselves to start receiving that unconditional love and acceptance from our higher self. And we can start repairing that self-esteem. We can know that we deserve and we are worthy and we can accept loving ourselves unconditionally. Um, there's going to be more to this. This is kind of just what's coming through today. So um, if you want to finish off with just kind of moving with me, moving out some of this energy, especially in this solar plexus space, I like to just really move the energy through because there's so much trapped in the sacrum, in the solar plexus. So kind of like moving your ribs, 
around allowing for this movement to be released. There's so much that gets stuck in this space. So allowing for your body to move this energy out, allowing for all of these energies to move through us and allowing for them to be released and then to go forward with really recognizing, really recognizing whatever the verbiage is that speaks to you, but knowing that this space is for you. As codependents, we often fill this space up with trying to be peacemakers, people pleasers, overgivers, controlling others' behaviors, things like that. That is not what this space is for. This is meant to be an empty vessel for us to be filled with confidence, with love, with self-esteem, with worthiness, with knowing, and with connections that allow for us to feel filled up, not depleted. So if you have a lot of connections happening right now that are depleting your energy, pull those out. And we will do a full cord cutting this month because I think it's just going to be really beneficial. So allowing for those to be released, allowing for yourself to be here, present for the rest of the day. I hope you have a magical day and I will see you all tomorrow.